Good morning and welcome to this Grubby Shepherd podcast. I'm doing this this morning because every week I post up what I call a lyrical riff, which is just a short reading, uh, which, you know, is for reflection, or you could read it in a group or a service or something like that. And this morning I posted up one that actually is called The Best Kind of Shepherd, but I think of it as The Grubby Shepherd. And I'll read it to you now. The Best Kind of Shepherd. He looked all wrong to those who wanted a shepherd in nice white clothes with pristine feet and spotless hands. It was a problem for them, a disturbing conundrum, yet was nothing but good news to those whose hands were perpetually grubby, those who knew they couldn't get clean, couldn't be religious or behave well enough, to those who couldn't keep the rules or look right in the eyes of others. This grubby shepherd, one not afraid to get his hands dirty, helping the sheep, was just what they needed, just what we needed, just what I need. And I wrote that because, you know, often I look at pictures of Jesus in church windows, which are beautifully done and meant a lot when they were originally made and still do to a lot of people. But Jesus as the Good Shepherd is often portrayed in nice, white, shiny, bright clothes, a white robe. And of course, Good Shepherds don't keep their clothes clean, do they? I mean, they deliberately are not worried about that because they're involved with the sheep. They're rescuing the sheep, they're guiding the sheep, they're helping them, they're feeding them. They're looking out for them if they get trapped or hurt. You know, they're actively involved with the sheep and that means they get dirty. And Jesus described himself as a good shepherd. He said, you know, there are bad shepherds who are only in it for themselves and I guess who would want to keep their clothes clean and make money out of what they're doing. That is not the shepherd that Jesus is. He's a different kind of shepherd. He is not in it for himself and he doesn't mind getting his hands dirty. And that continues to this day. And that's one of the things that I really feel very strongly about with knowing Jesus or continuing to get to know him is that, you know, he is never afraid of the dark. He's never afraid of the dirt and the grime. And the whole thing about Christmas that we just celebrated, of course, is that he began his life in the dust and the grime. You know, we have these wonderful Christmas cards with romantic, if you like, pictures of snow and sheep and, and you know, the pictures of the manger and the stable. But the good news of all of that is that Jesus was born in a place where dirty old shepherds could come and get up close and personal. If he'd been born somewhere else, they wouldn't have been able to come in. But here they were in a place that was completely home to them. They were used to animals. They were used to mangers and stables. And so this is a shepherd who is not afraid to come close to us and get grubby. And in that reading, what I was referring to was you know, this idea that there were lots of people in Jesus' days, there are now, who don't feel good enough. They don't feel spiritual enough. They can't abide by all the rules, partly because there was loads of rules in Jesus' day. They couldn't get ritually clean. They couldn't afford to pay to go into the temple and worship as was expected. And here comes Jesus going, no, we can do it in the gutter. We can do it in your house. We can do it in the street. We can do it anywhere and everywhere. You can meet with God anywhere and everywhere. And you don't have to have be all sorted out or fixed. Just come as you are. 
So just to round this off and to think about the God who is perhaps unexpected, I wanted to read you a story to leave with you to mull over, think about, contemplate, chat about with others maybe, and it's called Stars and Treasure. And it taps into this idea that sometimes we go looking for God in a certain kind of place, in a certain kind of way, but then find the treasure of God somewhere else. So it's called Stars and Treasure. A man and a woman felt there must be more to life than the things they could see and hear. And so, fascinated by the stars and what might lie beyond, they decided to build a tower to the heavens to see if they could discover more up there. They bought a scraggy field and set to work. The building was long and hard and took a good long while, but they refused to give up. Eventually the tower began to take shape and it rose higher and higher but never seemed to reach the stars. Yet the urge to reach for something more kept nagging at them. So they went on building and they went on building and they went on building and the urging inside them went on right up until the day the storm arrived. The winds came and disaster struck. The tower was now so high that it could not withstand the forces of the onslaught. It began to shudder and to shake and very quickly cracks appeared. There was a soul-searing, splintering sound and suddenly the whole structure fractured, split apart and came crashing down, bringing the woman and the man with it. They found themselves bruised and battered and dazed amongst a huge pile of shards and broken debris. The tower was completely destroyed, leaving an epic cluttered crate in the ground. The two were heartbroken, their dreams were in tatters. Then the woman noticed something, a small twinkle of light in amongst the mess. The man stood up and was checking for broken bones, but the woman pulled him down again. He was protesting when she pointed into the dirt and he spotted it too, something metal. They began to dig. After a while, a small chest appeared, not much bigger than the man's hand. They pulled it loose, dusted it off and fumbled with the catch. It sprang open and the lid flew back. There, buried amidst the mess of their attempts, was a beautiful gem, the like of which they'd never seen before. It appeared to change shape and colour as they turned it in their grubby, caked hands. This was not what they expected at all but they decided to take it home, do some research, and see where it might take them. That's this Grubby Shepherd podcast for today. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll be back again. Hope you have a good day.